Hello, hello all, it is I, Dragon's Fury, your lovely host, followed by the illustrious Infernal. Say hello. hello. You interrupted me. I, it's, we'll get it right eventually. <laughs> it's only been, what, 40-something episodes? We'll get it right. Sure. Possibly. Sure. Maybe. Doubt it. But that's okay. No one's expecting us to get it right. That's why everyone loves us. Well, the people who do love us. Um... That being said, we want to give our thank yous for continuous support. We've picked up a new region, uh, the lovely listeners in Mozambique. Thank you for finding us and enjoying the nonsense that we are providing to the internet. Um, yeah, Dragon literally took me on a freaking like, guessing game to figure out which region and brought back some harrowing memories I had locked away. Um, and for those who don't know, uh, Mozambique it also exists in the game of Apex, and we've had a fun love-hate relationship with that weapon. And we're Mostly. gonna leave it at that. <laughs> he was already sad about the memories coming back to him as is, so we don't need to have him go through it more. Um, that being said, also, uh, we have the Patreon live. Um, that can be found at patreon.com forward slash the Dragon's Den 55 uh, for all of that fun bonus content uh, for those who would like to uh, use something more of a known name um, than Spotify's uh, third party, which is fine. So we have both options for you to subscribe. You can do audio only or you can do uh, the Patreon. Patreon does add more benefits. Um, the audio only for Spotify, you exactly as that. But on Patreon, you get access to the Discord and all of the fun things that happen in there, as well as all of the stuff that we have posted on the Patreon. There are two levels, so check those out to see which one you are interested in. Uh, no more than five bucks will be the cost. Uh, so nothing crazy for the month of fun. Um, and you can, you know, join whenever. And if you decide you want to stay with us for a long haul then no you can stay with us for a long haul um but right now it's monthly so you know do it for the month if you uh aren't fun of what's happening for that month then you can uh opt out come back in when uh, it gets good for you again sounds like a fair trade-off so all of the housekeeping out of the way we're gonna pop on into the topic of the bit uh, along our theme of villainry and all things in between, we are. Actually, <laughs> before, before we get to that, uh, on the trend of villains, and as we talked about Apex just a moment ago, what are like this is kind of like a segue. What are your thoughts on the Revenant uh, Reborn that's coming out soon? Uh, cool, great question. Don't know. Um, I saw it the um what's it the, not i didn't even see a trailer i saw the like thumbnail for it on uh, steam and i i just haven't watched it because i haven't been playing apex like i only sure. play i only play when thor wants to play and it's pretty much every so often when he's home so it really i haven't been playing much i know mermaid wants to play again because she's been missing it but other than that it's just been fortnite and league because of the event that's going on right now um so yeah no i have i have no idea so give me spark notes what's going on so i like, obviously like when it comes to like his 
abilities. I remember that they they have they left his wall climb and like crouch walk. Wait, he's getting a rework? Yeah, there it's it's basically a whole rework for him. Oh, I thought it was just like a story event. Oh no no no! Like he's like they're literally like getting rid of like the original revenant and replacing. Are they putting um, a story with it at least? I would assume so. Like I would assume that because next season, because next season we're not getting a new legend. Like revenant reborn is going to be the new one. Um, so I would assume the season is going to be around revenant reborn because from the trailer. Because um, there's a mission in Apex right now where you play as Loba and you're in, I think, one of Hammond's facilities and you find out that they're doing something with Revenant. Um, I did see that. Yeah, and so from the trail- trailer slash cinematic that they uploaded, like Revenant's literally having an existential crisis, as he normally does. Um, there's nothing working right, and he's seeing... A lot of things that he doesn't really recognize. Um, funny enough, like Loba kept the an eyeball she found from the Hammond facility, and Revnik could see through it. That's weird. Yeah, so he's literally just keeping on their conversation because it was um, Loba, Crypto, Lifeline, Maggie, and I can't remember who was there. Um, but yeah, it's like. They're planning stuff, and then it basically ends with Revenant crawling through the uh, vent, coming out, and just choking Crypto. It's like, what's happening to me? And it's the new Revenant. So it's like, like I've been hearing stuff that's like, like this is going to be a, a new person as Revenant, but I don't know the full story just yet. Um... But yeah, so for his rework, the passive is pretty much the same, where it's like he can climb and move horizontally quick, quickly. Um, his tactical has changed, uh, called Shadow Pounce. Uh, I'm just going to read the notes that I found. Uh, you unleash a powerful leap uh, forward that closes the gap between Revenant and his prey, reach height on a wall, or to simply reposition. You can hold it to charge the leap and go even further. So they basically got rid of his uh, silence. Um, and his ultimate, Forge Shadows, creates a shroud of shadows around him that prevents direct incoming damage, examples bullets, explosives, or melee, but not ring or caustic gas slash fire. Uh, his hitbox is enlarged, making him a bigger target. However, shadows recharge slowly over time, but shooting him will reset the charge. Um recharge instantly if Revenant gets a knock. So I hate it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Because there be... It, it, this doesn't help for fighting. Like, this is... Like, they're basically turning him into Assassin. Are they bringing Solos back? Because that's the only way that this makes sense. Because right. everyone's kit has the ability to synchronize or, you know, um, what's not synchronize? Uh, what's the word? Uh, that's, uh, fuck, I can't remember the word. Um, but essentially, go, uh, you know, well with 
the other abilities. So it's like, you know, yeah, Newcastle works great with Catalyst because it's like she can throw up the wall to block vision and he can then fly in to help, you know, whatever. Or, you know, there's a lot of control in that. You got Watson fences, you know, again, works great with like crypto because then you have you can break off an area and then you have him going in and scanning the other side of like the blind spot of it so it's like everyone has like this ability to like really like work well with all the others especially if you like use them in a unique way or a way that isn't stupid right yeah but but from what i'm understanding of what you're telling me is that it's basically turning him in into a collie with hints of Nidalee. Uh, yes. <laughs> what? Like, I don't, I don't, and I'm the one who's like, okay, like, what's a better way of using this, like, in the non, like, traditional way? Like, you know, like, when they had, like, that whole time of when they were using caustic traps on the, uh, the, the, the runners, right? and that was the thing or like when you found out you can put gibby's dome over it like those kind of things or like um locking people in with a uh, mother load and then sending in a gibby ult or a bangalore ult or like stuff like that like things that could go together but like without the totem you can't do anything with your team because it's only helping you yeah and like the silence yeah you know that was helping your other that was helping your teammates because it's like okay they're silenced cool they they take a little bit of damage and then they can't use their ability so it's a straight gunfight and that's you know that's what's really like the equalizer thing like the abilities are supposed to be for like the equalizers but it's like okay cool great but also it's like why are you taking him being like a like a prey stalker and making it where he's just a straight assassin which frankly was was ash was i'm assuming was the original plan for that but even her stuff is still helpful because you can snare you can track like the f i don't like any of this <laughs> yeah like obviously like um obviously well, once we actually like see it in game like we'll have a better idea when's this supposed um, to go live uh the beginning of next season so it should be next week Ugh. Not enough time to, like, brood over it. Oh, well. We'll see what that's about. Yeah, but that, no. That, there's the answer to your question. I don't like it. Um, that that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, like, I like Revenant, so I'm... And I, I like a Colleen League, so it's like... I'll probably like it. But, what, like, obviously, got to get the hands on it first to really <laughs> judge it. Well, they have, like, the training area, so you can just grab them in there and see what the fuck he does. And they have the dummies that actually attack now, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I have not seen that. Um, so it Thank is... I barely go to the training area. Well, I was only in there because I was waiting for Thor to get out of his match because he uh, had added me to the... Um... He had invited me in. Um, so I was waiting for him to come back. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be here while waiting for you. Um, so it was like, all right. But Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Apex right now because I finished the uh, free items for the Neon event. Yeah, I, I didn't even try. 
Yeah, fair enough. Like, I, I really loaded just... in, and then something happened, and I was like, all right, I'll just take that as a sign that I'm just not meant to do this. Um, so, that, that's pretty much how I took that. It was just like, all right, I guess I'm not meant to do this mode because everything I'm trying to do is just not working, or it's like, update here, update there. So, I, like I said, I don't know. But yeah, no, I'm I'm not looking forward to that. But and frankly, I'm just bitching only for the sake of bitching because the reality is, is that I I haven't done a season in a while, and I don't see me doing it unless it's like something absolutely phenomenal of a skin and skins for the past. Because other than that, I'm just going to be Mirage because I'm Mirage. Um, and that's that. <laughs> like, there's no reason to switch. And the only reason why I played so many characters was because of the um, pass requiring me to play other legends for the sake of progressing it. But outside of that, I'm just I'm I'm a Mirage main. So also find Mirage. I actually got his uh, Deku skin. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do I have that one? I don't know. I can't remember the ones I have for the the hero ones. I, I know I have cryptos. Yeah, you have Super Saiyan Crypto. I have Super Saiyan Crypto. I have Daft Punk Crypto, too. Still don't know when I got that. <laughs> um, Couldn't tell you. Um, I've been wearing that one a while, so, like, yeah. If any... Crypto would be the next person that I switch, because he's the other persona. Like, between the two of them, that's that's pretty much everybody I play. At, like, good. That's, that's everybody I play good. Um, everyone else is just kind of ass. Um, so. It's just that. Yeah, they're just pretty much there. So, but, all right. Well, heading into the other things of conversation. Uh, it is anti-heroes and vigilantes. Uh, the morally questionable individuals who are wreaking havoc in their various region or in Deadpool's case, <laughs> all of them. Um, so, multiverse. <laughs> yeah, like so. We have um, our classics. We have Batman. We have Punisher, and we have Deadpool. Um, and yep. we have for the current anime hype, which I get. It's a decent uh, anime. I still think it's overhyped. Um, is my hero being uh, Vigilante Deku. And yeah, so who who do you want to spiel about first? Who? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, we talked about Batman and Deadpool just a moment ago, so we can bring up bring them up. All right, well, time for the rant that I always have about Batman. He fucking sucks. <laughs> Batman sucks. He is the worst at his self-entitled job uh, <laughs> Damn. he is okay and i i do suspect i'm not the only one i know there's more people out there on the internet so like if you're a diehard like batman fan i'm sorry but you're just like the goku lovers it, it's he's not all that great calm down um he but he's just he's so bad at it right so you have and there's a lot i think there's a line in justice league or something where he was like, I'm just uh, just a, a rich kid uh, with uh, parent issues or something like that, right? 
when someone like confronted him about like his behavior it was like i'm just this um and that's yeah that's facts he's just a a rich kid who decided to turn the trauma of losing his parents into this weird obsession of a borderline personality break and is just out here for the most part beating up on mentally ill individuals or individuals that he had firsthand contribution to their existence and yeah <laughs> like when it comes to batman like i feel like at least to me the best portrayal of him was from batman the animated series because like unlike a lot of the current iterations of batman where he literally just beats the shit out of them for just because they're bad in the animated series he's literally doing what he does to try and actually get them some help yeah that yeah you're right that's like the only one where he's actively doing that but it just it's really the you're the reason for your own problems um especially in that one because a lot of it is the way that they framed it because a lot of it is you don't know that a lot of these like villains came to be because of him and then we get the backstory so it's a lot of retrospection on our part as the audience and we're just like oh hey okay so that's how we got here and that's unfortunate it's like well shit (laughs) right well shit and a lot of especially in the animated uh series version of a, a lot of his villains are like way worse than normally portrayed i guess in a lot of i mean don't i can hear it now the the comic nerds like <laughs> i i am a visual media individual so i don't know everything that happens in the comics i am just solely talking about television and movie depictions of said characters leave me alone otherwise yeah i mean also i feel like most people like if they, if they haven't like i feel like most people like at least saw or like grew up with batman the animated series before justice league and all the newer iterations right i mean to be fair Batman the animated series is an old series but it's also one of the best yeah also on netflix um i've, I've been watching oh. it on like as background noise oh um, damn i didn't, I didn't realize they put it on netflix yep so and just you know getting also because for whatever reason big brother has been in my brain of late and it's just unlocking all of these like old memories and all these old shows and just giving me videos of people like bringing them up about like said conversations just like oh it was like just like this villain or like how disrespectful they are versus like this person and like you know oh it's totally his fault that this person's even a villain etc etc like stuff like that and i was just like yeah that's true whatever but like i was i had this rant um you know long before this video came to be but you know big girl is always listening so is that one of those kind of things but i need yeah i need more depictions of like animated series batman where it's okay he's actively being forced to accept that he's 
not doing everything right and he's causing a lot of problems um because what was it uh the episode with uh when freeze comes back and he basically catches like hyperthermia to the utmost and he basically has like a psychotic break about it and he's like oh like what like like what am i gonna do like i'm i'm not like deserve like the city's not deserving of me blah blah blah, etc whatever he was running into like another problem like someone had said something where it's like batman like the city needs a batman but like because he got his ass beat he's just like well it it can't be me because i had this happen to me like you know post almost death feelings i guess um yeah I haven't been almost frozen to the core by a person that I turned into that. Or subsequently kind of sort of did it. One of those things, like, I may not have directly had, like, I didn't put him in the cryo chamber, but, like, I was the reason why he was on the run and ended up in the facility and then said reason why he jumped into cryo chamber. (laughs) Yeah. Also, isn't it also the same story for the Joker? Uh, I don't remember. Joker was red foot at first, and then he jumped. They fell into a like a, a pool of acid or something. Um, I think I thought it was the other way. It was I, well, Red Hood is like, isn't Red Hood the alternate version of Joker? Like the same thing happened, except it didn't drive him crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna be getting different stories uh, mixed together. Um, and, and I think that's why it was, like, so jarring to him, because it was like, oh, why do you know so many things? Oh, well, because I am him. Like, I'm a version of him. Um. I know how he ticks. <laughs> and stuff like that, so. But, like, he's, and then not even going with the animated series version of him, even going, like, with the other ones, like, you know, Justice League or, um, batman beyond of like old bruce it's still like this constant stubbornness of not accepting that you're the problem like yes there's going to be crime no matter what but the reason why there's more crime is because of you you coming in and dashing all of these individuals plans who for the most part organized crime is organized you're but you're coming in fucking up everything now they're pissed (laughs) at you because how dare you mess up our crime like how yeah like how dare you come and mess up my business and now i have to take extra steps to get around dealing with you or in a lot of their cases they square up with them they obviously lose due to plot armor reasons check out that episode we did with apollo um but it's it's still a you are the reason it's like that right so it's like in the animated series uh the one that like you know the good one is like the reason why bane's even in the city is because he was fucking with somebody's you know business and i think it was it was like some crime syndicate family or whatever i don't know if they were like a major one like penguin but it was like one of them and they are literally having a meeting about Batman ruining everything that they were working on. And so they hire a mercenary who has been going under all of these modifications, and they're like, he can do it. 
So otherwise, now I'm not saying, yes, let these guys run rampant. I'm just saying, you're the reason why the drugged up crackhead is in your city. <laughs> he is specifically here to beat the brakes off of you, which he does. But also it's like, it went from bad to worse in a matter of minutes. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, but then he still, you know, he still tries to fight fire with fire. And then at least with the animated uh, series versus like Batman Beyond, he's attempting to work with the police in some weird like side passive aggressive fashion. Like he's kind of oh, yeah. like feeding them like, oh, hey, you know, this kind of happened. It's like, it'll be. Oh, yeah, because like at that point, like Bruce, like obviously realized like he can't be Batman anymore. So it was like he has to leave us to police at that point. Right. But like before he's like old man Bruce, but it's like, but like with uh, Beyond and you get, what is this? What was Terry? Uh, yeah, Terry McGinnis. Um, you have, it's like, okay, cool. You have someone else running it for you but you're teaching them how you did it and it's for all purposes it's the future like it's the quintessential okay boomer scenario like it's not gonna work the way you think it's gonna work because these guys are used to what you did like this is the result of you doing what you were doing your reign for all intents and purposes your reign of terror on the underground right and they're doing all these things in spite of you um prime example when i don't know if you remember but in batman beyond there is an episode when basically joker quote unquote comes back and the movie right no like the show okay there where he comes back quote unquote and i say quote unquote because spoiler if you so choose to watch something that is x amount of years old at this point double digits i'm sure um that it was a chip that had a imprint of joker's mind and yeah that, that that was the movie the Batman Beyond movie? Yeah. Okay, well, whichever. Um, and he's, like, trying to do it Bruce's way, and it's going to shit. It's just getting worse. Like, he's just getting batted left and right. And then it doesn't go in his favor until he's like, all right, you know what? Fuck you, respectfully, but I'm going to do this my way. And then he beats him because Joker has you know had such a stranglehold on batman like it was ridiculous like if he wasn't batshit evil or at least you know criminally insane or whatever you want to title him they would be best friends you can't tell me otherwise the amount of back and forth and petty shit that they do to each other is best friend shit Oh, yeah, like, I mean, there's so many, like, iterations of them that it basically shows, like, you can't have a Batman without a Joker. Right, which is, you know, it was, like, good, evil, but, quote-unquote, good and evil, right? But it's really just morally questionable with more morally questionable. Because yeah. it's, 
Joker is not doing these things for the sake of doing it for crime. He's doing it for the sake of fucking with you. He just, it's funny. He's, he's a crazier Loki. And if Thor, like, fed into it more. And he's like, I just like fucking with people. And not even people. You specifically. You're the one I like fucking with more. The most. And in order to do that, I gotta go fuck with some other people. But only because it gets your attention because this is the things that bug you. Like, these are how I press your buttons to the point that it goes into meltdown. Um, do it. <laughs> same thing with, uh, for my, my Whovians out there, um, with the Master, when he became Missy. <laughs> same, same concept. Or how about Missy? I'm not doing bad things for the sake of doing bad things. I'm doing bad things to get your attention to either A, make you understand what I've been going through that so-called, you know, our people were like, like this honor or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just been tortured by this thing that you're using to celebrate yourself with. And then it switched to A, I just want the one person that fucking understands me back. And I will do whatever the fuck it takes to do that. Which unfortunately means fucking up with some other people. (laughs) So I'm like, um... That's what the art's (laughs) up. Yeah, and so, that being said, would you qualify... The doctor as a vigilante. The doctor. Um The Doctor specifically I mean, obviously he operates by his own rules. So I mean I guess by the term of a vigilante, I guess you can call the doctor one. Correct. Like, he doesn't... <laughs> well yeah, because like he doesn't follow one's rules by his own for the most part. Yes, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't have, well, that that's to be debated, uh, a detrimental effect. But like it's, like you said, it's its own rules. And there is a what is it? A line where someone he saves is like, what gives you the right to change? You know, the outcome. Uh, water, uh, water of Mars. Yeah, um, and. He was like, he basically says, because I fucking can. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, ooh, ooh, uh, no. Hard answer, buddy. He's like, that's not, that's not a good answer, my dude. And so, yeah. And it, it's very, very much like that. And then you have, on the other side of the spectrum, Punisher who is just like okay i deem you target number x y and z because of x y and the third and you you gotta die for it and it's going to be it's going to be brutal do they deserve it Eh, to be debated (laughs) um to the level maybe not yeah, no, to the level that the Punisher does, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it is very much a a lot of 
stuff like that. But we can't talk about vigilantism, vigilantes. I don't know. Without the OG, Robin Hood. <laughs> oh dear God! Yeah, <laughs> the original jackass. Yeah. Oh God, freaking. Now, okay. On paper, <laughs> on paper, this doesn't even work out. It's like I rob from the rich to give to the poor. All right, sir. You don't need an economics degree or a modern sense of economics of how wealth works. But there's. You're going to be forever stuck in a vicious cycle. Oh, yeah. Because no one is necessarily stopping you to the extent that you're like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't go after them. No, you are hitting anyone and everyone who has the unfortunate misfortune to cross paths with you, right? And you're taking them for all they got. This isn't some pocket change. Like, you're, like if they're, you know, a trade caravan of some less than reputable proceedings, that whole caravan is taken. And then now you're giving it to the poor. All right. Cool. Saying that these individuals have some semblance of, okay, I use this money to get food, to get um my you know living arrangements maybe uh you know pay off some unsightly debts that may have occurred due to desperation um there is you know different things like that but if they you know do what the rich people do then they become rich now what, buddy? Do you go and take everything from the person sl or slash people that you gave this money to because they are now seen as the rich? Or is there a criteria that's being met of, okay, you can have money, but you can't be a dick about it? I, I feel like that's partially it. It's like those that... I mean, obviously, like, Robin Hood, like, whenever we see him stealing, it's always from someone that's, like, living it up in a big castle or something. Right. But that could just like, be propaganda. We don't know what else he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, like, it's it's a very, very interesting concept in this sense of, like, this, this doesn't seem like it would have been a good thing to begin with. Um, then you have the other side of the spectrum, which is just pure unadulterated chaos. Um, and our anti-hero Deadpool, who's just like, I'm, I'm doing it because I can, and I will, because you can't stop me. It, unadulterated chaos. Yes, some good comes out of it. Yes, bad comes out of it. it it's the Lady Death. Yeah, it's just, oh my god, the fact that that's a thing. Um, <laughs> the fact that Thanos is involved. The fact that it's a weird-ass love triangle of Lady Death, Deadpool, and Thanos. Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, like, that's the, I think that's the funny thing. It's like, because Lady Death likes Deadpool. Deadpool likes Lady Death. 
Blade doesn't really care for Thanos. Thanos likes it's like, uh, this is the mess. Yeah, it's 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 a mess, and it shouldn't even be a mess because it's like, oh, Thanos is like, hey, girl, and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> and then Deadpool just comes rolling in like, what's up? <laughs> and like, just ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's Deadpool for you. He will ruin everything. <laughs> he will ruin everything. I'm just like, okay, let's just, yeah, it, it's, it, it's very, <laughs> very, very interesting. But so, with that out of the way, we it's uh, story time again, oh. part two. Try number two. Um, so, f- backstory. Uh, our Patreon members understand what this is, um, but everyone else doesn't. So just to give you a little tidbit, uh, we rec- last week we recorded uh, our usual episode, and I fucked up. And uh, yeah, so I have I've been I have an issue with uh, the audio levels being true full to me or not, and so you may have noticed that a lot of these episodes of late are way louder and that's done on purpose so that we don't have to worry about the voices coming in too low and you all you have to do is just turn us down versus trying to turn us up to hear us so hit the mute button so yeah so never like listen to us at 100 percent. not recommended to be a good idea i mean it's, it's not a good thing for anything to be well, it's fair that's fair i guess uh unless you're blatant uh brave souls Two of which it doesn't give a fuck and we'll oh, be at a hundred on purpose. Um, yeah, it, still don't it, know it, what that's about. If anyone plays Blaze Bristols, or if you're going to try it out, make sure your volume is off. Yeah, just turn the volume off entirely, or just don't have it coming out of anything that could affect your ears. Um, just, just don't do it. It, it freaking sucks. And so we did the episode, and I'm looking at the levels, and I'm thinking everything's fine. I go through further review that I do at the end, per usual, and I can't hear myself for shit. And I have more sensitive hearing than most people, and I'm just like, yo, I don't know what the hell's being said, and I fucking said it. So, in that episode, I told a particular story, which I will retell in a different form, so that way it still is available, um... But we also have an original story from Infernal that is only available on the Patreon. So if you would like to hear his original story, you'll have to join the Patreon to get that uh, aspect. I'm happy with how that story time began. That's fine. I don't think I put all of it in. Okay, um, maybe. Oh, fuck <laughs> Check the Patreon. Um, <laughs> check out the Patreon. Let us know. It was like I was saying. Um, I think it it gives more character to the story. I it's you developing as a voice and the characters that we are building with our fans. So I think it it's not as bad as you think. I understand you're not happy about it, but it's not as bad as you think. I promise. Um, well, yeah, because well, I mean, hell, as most people probably guess just from all these episodes, I have have. A- Bad case of anxiety at times. So, so yeah, we're working on it. We're getting through it, it, it but it's fine. 
And so I do want you guys to still have the original story that I had told, and I don't want you guys not to have that, because again, for those who um, have been with us from the beginning or have gone back and listened to our beginning episodes, Storytime was a tenant of what I wanted the uh, show to be, and so I'm trying to get back to that when we have more things worked out, a planning of how we want to execute everything. So, that being said, um, this is going to be definitely a Deadpool-esque telling of this story. Uh, Infernal already knows it. Uh, He's heard it many of times in every version I have told it in, and this is just going to be a new one that I tell it, and I hope you enjoy. So, um, and for context, uh, this story is a um, story based off of my character um, that I had in uh, Skyrim later on in my playthroughs. So this is a later iteration of um, character development. So a lot of things that any of my fellow Skyrim fans will notice is due to, you know, knowing about it ahead of time versus, oh, you just stumbled upon it. Nah, this is, it, it was meant from the beginning. This was a planned thing. Um, but the way things play out is because of what. So, that being said, story time. Oi, sorry. So, everyone knows that no matter how well of a leader you are, uh, people don't like those who are in power. And those who are in power always have to watch out for those who are trying to take said power from them. In most cases, it's usually someone that's close to them because they are the ones who have all the information that is needed in order to really get under your skin and usurp you at your base, at your foundation. And the Emperor is no different. So, unfortunately, one of his fellow councilmen, if you will, felt that he no longer was doing his job well enough and that he could do it better. So he puts things in motion to bring the emperor down the only way he knows how, by unaliving him for our more sensitive Um. individuals. But you can't do that directly. Obviously not. You have to employ someone else. And what better than a group who's known for assassinations. And all it takes is just the right amount of coin to do so. So, our lovely council member decides to put his plan in action and starts making his means to contact uh, the group known as the Brotherhood. And typically, You only know about the Brotherhood because you are a target or you have provided them a target. One or the two. And rumors of their existence or their activity may float around depending on what circles you like to run through. That being said, they're not as strong as they used to be. They're not as prevalent as they used to be. 
to the dismay of their leader, who most happily jumped at the opportunity to take on a contract that led into more contracts to basically take out the emperor of, well, the region. Now, being a small band of killers, you, you need more hands to pull off something this big. It takes a lot of planning and a lot of resources. And what better than an individual who stumbled upon us because he heard the cry for help and answered it instead of the Brotherhood. Fusher being the fun-loving and mildly disdained Khajiit, is wandering around in this land of Skyrim as he as any adventurer would, looking for a purpose to some extent to get him on his feet, to allow him to continue life, because this region is frigid, cold, and unforgiving, and no amount of fur on you will help you. So, he has particular skills that he has, let's say, leveled up and perfected to the point that uh, he is pretty much a threat and can hold his own to anything that may come around. Be it bandits, trolls, godforsaken saber cats, all sorts of unfriendly things in this region. Rumor has it that there is a kid who's trying to get the Brotherhood's attention. Brotherhood sounds like an interesting group of individuals, especially one that have a lot of connections and would know how to make some money. And, you know, in a more fun way than those over in the guild, because their rule is no killing. Where's the fun in that? If they don't want to comply, why can't I kill them? But that's beside the point. So, we make our way towards the designated area that said child is attempting to perform the ritual that summons the Brotherhood. Frankly, it's weird in my opinion, but hey, who am I to judge? I'm the one going in looking for him as well. So, I use my lovely pick, uh, lock picking skills to get into this home that this kid is waiting for an answer for his, his plea for help. He thinks it's me. It's not. But who am I this correct him? He's going to give me the information I want. Also, he's going to pay. So, I'm not above taking money from a kid. So, he says, hey, such and such, blah, blah, blah. I'm only partially listening. But I do pick up on the important stuff. Person who needs to no longer be a person. And so, I proceed to find said person remove said person, return back, everything is as it should be. I got a little money in my pocket, more, this kid's semi-happy, or who knows, again, wasn't fully paying attention. And I'm um, thinking it's a nice good day's work, off to go to sleep. Talking about having a rough night, because I'm not where I went to sleep. 
Some chick over on a bunk bed is looking down at me, and I'm trying to figure out what the heck this is about. You gotta lay off the moon sugar. Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> so she does her spiels, saying that she's the leader of said uh, brotherhood that was contacted. Oh, and then I took their contract. She's not wrong. I did. Well, what do I care? So, as recompense, I am to complete a, another kill-slash-contract for the one I took. Which, frankly, doesn't make any sense to me, because that just means I've taken out two people that were supposed to be done by you. But who am I at? Who am I to question the chick who kidnapped me at night and I didn't freaking realize it? She has to be good at what she does, so I'm not going to tempt my fate. All these lovely individuals laying here are whatever. They have their stories. Anyone could put a hit out on anyone at this point. So I get a little overzealous and decide to just take them all out just to be safe. Um, this seems to impress her in a weird way, but it is what it is. She invites me in to her little group and tells me what needs to be told in regards to getting into the sanctuary that they have. Fast forward me traveling through this godforsaken backwater land, and I reach the sanctuary. Ah, I answer the question. It has other options of riddles. It's weird. This place is weird. And we go through. So I'm having a fun time hanging out with these guys, killing all sorts of fun people. There's a vampire child with a pet spider not gonna look into that too much and i'm pretty sure he's a pirate who's been giving me my uh contract so i guess he would be my handler now now the fun stuff's happening we get word that someone wants to take out the emperor and i am more than intrigued this is the big dog or at least so i heard um given the fact I'm not from here, nor do I care about most things here. I just want to take a lot of people out. In the most creative ways possible. So, I started following the rules of targets, this, and we can... Now we're getting to a point where we're starting to be more direct in our approach to get the attention of the players that need to be uh, involved and to bring the emperor out of hiding per se and we're doing it via family so one of his family members seems to be getting married here in one of the holds in the castle which i hear is pretty swanky so we get the information we find out when they're going to be there and we're like hmm Let's make a big scene of this. So, the target is to disrupt the wedding itself by pretty much any means necessary. And if I'm not seen doing it or cause too much attention to myself, I get a little bonus money, which is always a good thing. Now, you have your, you know, usual method. You sneak around, you give a little stabby stab, and then you, you're on with your life. But I, 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 I got more, more showmanship. So, I took some time 
before the wedding would to uh, occur to build up some skills. Needed to go talk to some nerds about some magic. And I needed to go talk to some blacksmith because I need to make a lot of weapons so that I can make better weapons. So this is going to take some time. But I have a plan, and that's the first step. So, after talking to the nerds about the magic and dealing with that idiot of a smith for godforsaken longer than I would like to admit, I have everything that I need. I have a high-quality dagger, which, for whatever reason, everyone's packing. At least a dagger of some sort. I guess it needs some means of protection, but a dagger's not really going to save you from the things that attack you out here, so I don't know what that's about. Yeah, plus on security, you know. Who knows? So, we'll make our way. It's wedding time, so I make my way. Uh, the security here sucks. I don't know if it's because they're so pompous and believing that no one is going to target said family member of the emperor and his new to be wife, or they're just so confident in their abilities to keep everyone safe. Whatever the case, they were wrong. So I slip in, oh so nicely, go up to the balcony with the lovely couple, and leave them a nice gift. Two beautifully crafted ebony daggers. With a little surprise. On, uh, from the, that I learned from the nerds. And I left them two gifts each, because, you know, gotta be fair. So I left them the daggers, and I left them a beautifully black gem to match said ebony dagger. Because, you know, it's all about accessories. Now, because I'm so good at gift giving, they didn't know that I have given them this gift. But that's okay. I'm not here for thank yous. I'm here for the show. Now, I learned another trick from those nerds at the college. And, you know, I guess they were good for something. And it's a particular spell that makes people angry. Blindly angry. So... I give them a little dashing of the spell. I did both just for balance sake, because, let's be real, if your, hus your soon-to-be slash husband uh, decides he wants to start attacking you, well, you fight back. So, there was going to be a fight no matter what. But I wanted them to share in this hatred for each other um, after having so much love for each other. As they are duking it out, I sashay myself down below so I can get a nice seat to watch them duke it out to the horror of the audience. And again, security sucks, so I don't look like I belong here. But in their defense, a more pressing matter is happening. The bride and groom are fighting it out. Now they have to go sort it out. Well. They didn't do very well. So now the guard's involved, the wife's involved, the groom's involved. 
It's a whole spectacle. Chickens involved. Uh, chickens involved. Uh, there's probably a donkey out back that's making bets. Who knows? Now, okay. these guys were not martial winners or everything of such, and they needed to uh, pick up the pace. But hey, they're doing my job for them, so it is what it is. So once they finally take each other out, they drop dead in a pool of each other's blood, and I go collect the spoils of war. Now, those gifts that I gave them had a nasty little trick. It uh, tags the soul to uh, be ripped out of you upon death and puts in a nice little gym that was nearby. And so thankfully, they died roughly around the same time, so each of their souls are in their lovely little trinkets that I left them. So, I took my knives back because what do they need it for? They already used it to the best of their abilities. And I took their accessories as well. And I walk out to disappear into the mist. Now, for those astute individuals, what happened to their souls? They're still in my pocket. So that's story time. Uh, <laughs> And that is the more theoret uh, theatrical version of uh, me finishing the mission of taking out a couple that I decided to do in a unnecessarily extra fashion. Um, so yeah, you put a lot of effort into that murder. Uh, yes. Um, so hope you enjoyed the the story. Um, it is one of my favorite stories to tell in all the versions that I have for it. And uh, yeah, so. We are just about done here, so we are going to pop over to the reddits, and we are going to do a Would You Rather, because those are always fun. Let's see if we can find a good one to end the show. All right. Nope. That's not a good one. <laughs> ah, here we go. On theme. Which supervillain would you rather work for? You would just be a no-powers, no-name hitchman. You're not special in any way, just trying to make some money. Joker. Penguin. Red Skull. Mr. Freeze. Doctor Doom or Razagul? I mean, out of all of them, I feel like Doctor Doom is probably the nicer of the bunch. <laughs> so I feel like I would have to go Doctor Doom. All right, we have Doctor Doom. Um, no, no, yeah, Mister Freeze. Uh, as much as I love the cold, uh, I'm good. Uh, for me, it would be Razagul. Because uh, for the most part, as long as I can maintain being a decent fighter, which training comes with, um, I'm Gucci. I'm not going to get taken out because 
I have the skills to take them out instead. Obviously, given the fact of what I just told as a story, it's not really much of a shocker. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Razagu for me. But, plus, uh, just, I don't know. When it comes to the villains, I feel like the worst one to work for would be the Joker. Almost definitely. He's strapping you to any contraption. Um, he's spraying you with Joker gas just because he's throwing you off of a blimp. Like, it's ridiculous. Doctor Doom, frankly, really is is the best one. Only, like, especially for the fact that he, you know, has his own nation and for the most part is a pretty solid ruler. Like, the people of Latveria don't really have that much of a problem with him. Um, as long as you don't cross him, you're perfectly fine. So... Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah, no, Dr. Doom is just Hopkins. So, yeah, I'm saying. Uh, let us know uh, what you pick in the comments. And, uh, yeah. So... Let's see, what, what is the, the traditional uh, go-through? So, Patreon, if you would like to support us in that facet and get extra bonus content that we have available and will be providing more of, uh, that would be patreon.com forward slash the Dragon's Den 55. Uh, we have the audio only on spotify that you can subscribe to subscribe to there as well and all of the sub episodes are there available and same with patreon all of the sub episodes that have been recorded have been uploaded to the patreon so both sides get the sub episodes uh what else what else what else we have going on i think that's pretty pretty much it for housekeeping stuff um, if you have, uh, if you have any suggestions or comments or concerns, let us know in the comments or reach out to me on Instagram, uh, dragonsfury93 is the handle. And we also have a Reddit page for the show as well. It's called the Dragon's Den Show. Uh, you can post there. Uh, it's not as active as I would like, uh, because there, we don't have as many Reddit users, which is fine. You can hang out with us via the other means. No biggie. And uh, yeah, we're just uh, moving along. So thank you for our new listeners uh, in Mozambique. We love you. Uh, thank you to all of our other regions that we have who have listened to the show. So shout out to Australia, shout out to South Africa, Colombia, Singapore, Belgium, Ireland, and my man's Vanilla and Kuwait. Um, yeah, and all of our lovely local individuals here in the States. Uh, if you are East Coast, uh, thank you. If you're West Coast, thank you. Midwest, thank you. And everybody in between, uh, thank you. And uh, we'll see you on the next one, which is either on the sub episode or next uh, free one. So until then, Drink water. See you all next. <laughs> and we are out of here.